Welcome to a chef's table. I'm Chef Jim Coleman. From kitchen science to organics and even feeding the space crew, we're all about the science of eating today. We'll hear from the author of What Einstein Told His Cook, then find out how much planning goes into feeding the astronauts and look ahead to a Mars voyage. Plus Julia Child's posthumous autobiography about her early life in France. Working in hotels, I've had several opportunities to cook for presidents. Probably the most memorable is when I served President Clinton and all the living former presidents. I always feel bad for the secret service detail who has to watch us make the food. You know, it gets pretty boring making 500 of the same canopies. I can't imagine just watching somebody make them. Then there's a security clearance. Everyone from the room service waiter, busboy, up to including me, needs to be investigated. It's a little awkward when you have to tell a fellow staff member not to come in that night, and no one knows what the red flag is. But it sure makes for an anxious couple of days wondering what they'll find. It's different cooking for the president every day. Walter Scheib was the White House chef for 11 years, making personal meals for the first family and formal state dinners. He left last year to start his own company, The American Chef. I asked him about cooking in the White House. I started in 1994 and left in 2005, so 11 years through two different administrations. What was the administration so we understand did, the time period? I did uh, seven years with the Clintons and four years with the Bushes. Now talk about the papers you may have had to sign or the, obviously this was something that they didn't want you to have a article in the Washington Post, I assume, so... Well, you know, while you're working at the White House, uh, it's sort of, it's, it's not even an unspoken rule. It's a spoken rule that basically you don't speak to the press or media in general unless you're uh, authorized to do so by the, the press office. And so they, they explain that to you when you take the job. It wasn't really a, a situation where you signed a whole lot. It was just basically if you, in the paper, if we see your name in the paper, then you're an ex-employee. So <laughs> you, you kind of you focused on doing your job and you, you check your ego at the door, which, as we all know, for chefs sometimes is a daunting proposition, but you check your politics and the ego at the door and, and just do your job. Now, was the first lady or was the president involved in menu planning? Who was the person who actually decided and told you this is what we want to serve. Well, you, you'd work. Uh, the first lady, uh, Mrs. Clinton, gave me a very clear mandate when I was first hired, and she said, I want to highlight what's best and most unique about American food, wine, and entertaining. So that was sort of the marching orders. On the day-to-day -day basis for the family menus, we would submit a menu about a week out, you know, for what was going to be for the next week, and they'd, you know, mark it up if there's any changes, and typically no changes. You learn the repertoire of what the family likes in their private dining. For the, the public uh, entertaining or state dinners or receptions, this sort of thing, you'd work most directly with the social secretary, who was like sort of Mrs. Clinton's right hand or Mrs. Bush's right hand, and you would develop menus, and then they would be, the social secretary would give you her two cents, and then they would go to the first lady for the final sign-off. But after you've been doing it for a while, you get an, a feel for what style the first lady's trying to, to put out, and it, you, you know pretty easily what the menus are going to be. Now, we all know that Clinton had his own little taste, and growing up in Arkansas, and me knowing that area, <laughs> well, did you have to do chicken? fried steaks or some barbecue late at night for him? Or? Oh, yeah. Not, it, we tried to lay off of that in their private dining. Obviously, when you're serving three meals a day to folks, the, you've got to really watch the nutrition, especially Mrs. Clinton was very, very nutritionally oriented, as was Mrs. Bush. Uh, both were into uh, a lot of dietary concerns. And Mrs. Bush, uh, curiously enough, very much into organics. Which, was, nice. which we were happy to happy to hear. Uh, so these sorts of things come into play. But in terms of the chicken fried steak, if they'd have a bunch of their, uh, the family would come from Arkansas or the Rodhams would come in from around the country, this sort of thing for larger ho holiday or family get-togethers, you might see some more of that traditional comfort-style food. But usually on the day-in, day-out dining, uh, Mrs. Clinton specifically said, you know, we, we want to stay away from that. When we talk about the Greenbrier, I mean,